Chapter Twenty Nine of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter Twenty Nine Voices. Pee-wee the irrepressible was subdued at last. In gaping amazement he watched the justice cross from the phone to the table, sit down, and begin to write. The demeanor of the justice was anything but dramatic. He was calm, matter-of-fact, as if this were no more than he had expected. What do you mean? It's in his garage, Pee-wee stammered. He was not at all defiant now. Are you, were you talking, are you sure it was him? There was a note of sincerity, of honest surprise in his voice, which the justice did not miss. And as for Peter Piper, his heart went out to this poor, shabby, little misguided fellow, whoever and whatever he was. He was so much at a disadvantage now that Peter felt sorry for him. Now, Sonny, said Justice Fee, breaking the tense silence, I'm going to hold you till we get to the bottom of this. Mr. Sanders, who's constable, is going to look after you. Pee-wee gulped and fingered his cap nervously. Till we can overhaul that pal of yours. You're more to be pitied than blamed, I reckon. There's altogether too much of this using small boys in criminal enterprises. I know, he added, holding up a warning finger. He told you just what to say if you were caught. And you needn't say it, because, you see, I can't believe you. Pee-wee was visibly sobbing now. He knew what being taken care of meant. He was afraid, yes and bewildered at being caught in this cruel web of circumstance. But most of all he was incensed and shamed by this indignity. He could not trust himself to speak. He would break down. Something was wrong. Everything was wrong. Fate was against him. He could not grapple with the situation. If he spoke, he would say too much and lose his temper in that solemn hall of justice. And what would happen to him then? His hands played nervously with his old cap. He bit his lips and tried to repress the torrent that was surging in him. The outlandish old gray sweater with its rolling collar bulging up around his small jerking throat did not seem comical now. It made him the picture of pathos. He did not dare try to explain. That wonderful old man would only catch him in another trap, and perhaps send him to state prison. His breath came quick and fast. He could no more speak than he could escape. He wished that Roy Blakely were there, and Tom Slade, who knew how to talk to grown-up men, and— yes and i'll pin the merit badge over your mouth if you don't keep still he heard a hearty voice say sure wintergreen is good to eat go and eat some poison ivy for all i care 
do you think i'm going to be passing out merit badges for helping me to find my own car i wonder where they went i should worry where they went i'm thankful we found the car maybe they've gone to join the bandit of harrowing highway he'll have pistols enough to go around anyway seventy was it and a couple of blackjacks well we've got him beaten for a romance of the road let's go in this house and see if we can scare up some gasoline jim you and i ought to go into the movies we'd have a six-reeler call the kids of kidder lake or fido of frying pan island how's that strike you most of those kids don't need any pistols they can kill time without them we've got some dead ones over there jim only they haven't got sense enough to lie down what do you bet we don't get some gas in this house well here goes for a knock on the door by ned the nabber one pistol Pee-wee held his breath listening what could this mean seventy pistols blackjacks his old friend the bandit of harrowing highway dead ones was he indeed in the spell of some horrible nightmare what on earth could this mean in a kind of trance he heard a knocking on the door and a lot of hearty clamoring bantering voices they did not seem at all like robbers and cutthroats they were not stealthy a couple of million miles from it Pee-wee rubbed his glistening eyes with that old cap that he held and blinked to make sure he was awake end of chapter twenty nine recording by john brandon